Welcome. Welcome to episode 16 of Major Health Tips in Digestible Bites. My name is Cheryl A. Major, and today I want to share with you some thoughts about how to find the motivation to eat healthier. So eating healthy, it's made to be much more complicated than it really is, much more complicated than, than is necessary. There's a lot of conflicting evidence about what a healthy diet even consists of, never mind finding the motivation to eat more healthily and to stick with it. So I wanted to give you some suggestions today for easy ways to get a healthier diet started without unnecessary struggle and angst. So the first thing I want to tell you and stress is you need to take weight loss, in my opinion, you need to take weight loss and aesthetic goals out of it. Your weight is not really about your weight. It's about so many other things, and your weight is a byproduct of those other things. So while your long-term goal might be to eat more healthily in order to shed a few pounds, it's, it's best that this isn't really your primary goal. It's been shown time and time again that dieting doesn't work. I always tell people diet is a four-letter word. So try putting weight loss aside for the present time and simply focus on eating a more healthful diet. And I also suggest don't track your food in the beginning as far as calories and macros are concerned. I've, I've never been a calorie counter. I'm much too lazy to do that. I find it cumbersome. I find it annoying, but that's just me. So I want to keep it as simple as possible for myself and as simple as possible for you. If, if we focus on keeping things simple, I think it will be, will be more apt to incorporate these things into our lifestyle, and then they're more apt to continue or more apt to adopt them rather than have it be a, a diet that's unsustainable. So instead of thinking diet and all that complicated stuff, weighing, counting, blah, 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 Instead, make small, sustainable changes to your diet. Changes like, for instance, adding more fruits and vegetables, um, eating whole grains instead of refined grains. That's a big one because the refined grains, that's what really gets us. And make sure you're eating small amounts of lean, good quality protein and healthy fats in your meals. And what I suggest to people is that as far as amounts of protein is concerned, you don't want to do the half pound of steak. You want to have protein as more of a condiment, more of a, uh, as more of a side dish rather than the main focus of the meal. If you keep in mind the size of a single deck of playing cards and you try to make your, your portion of protein that size, that is a good visual to have. So, again, instead of thinking about aesthetic goals, think about how a few changes can positively affect your health. Make a list of all the ways you'd like to improve your health, things like having more energy, increasing your fiber intake to help with bowel movements. I mean, that might be TMI for me to mention that to you on, on this podcast, but it's important. It's important. You don't have to have intestinal challenges, intestinal problems. Um, you can, with just upping your fiber intake, you can keep things moving along nicely. You want to reduce any gut issues you experience. And if you just take a pre and a probiotic, that will help you immensely. Now, probiotics are more widely discussed, and probiotics give you good bacteria, especially 
if you're taking antibiotics, you should definitely be taking a probiotic, but I take one every day. And I also take a prebiotic because a prebiotic is insoluble fiber, and that feeds the probiotic so it does a better job. Um, and by keeping these things in mind, you're focused more on eating nutritious foods and less on trying to restrict your foods for weight loss purposes. And I believe, and I've seen it with my clients, that that really helps them to make what I call small steps for big changes. And that's how I like to 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 focus this, to visualize this with, with my clients and students. So healthy eating also impacts your emotional health. And I know about this one big time because I lived as a chronically depressed person from the time I was 12 years old for about the next 40-plus years. And then I accidentally uh, disappeared my decades of living with chronic depression by changing how I eat. And I did it because we had to get my husband off uh, the statin drugs that were slowly, actually not so slowly, killing him. So we had to normalize his sugar. We had to get his cholesterol levels um, in a good range. And so we we dramatically changed our diet. And a byproduct of that for me was (laughs) all of a sudden I wasn't depressed anymore. And I had a new life. So for some people, their anxiety is also increased when they eat poorly, especially if they eat lots of junk food and caffeine and alcohol. Um, You might notice that you feel more stressed when you don't eat well. Just be aware, consistently making poor food choices and knowing you aren't eating as healthfully as you could be can negatively affect your self-confidence and self-esteem too. And it's it's all connected. It is all connected. And eating badly having too much caffeine, having too much alcohol, that can affect your sleep too and that affects a whole host, that affects your whole day. So again, when you're doing this, keep yourself motivated by having smaller goals. Um, if you do that, it'll help you maintain motivation to eat more healthfully. It's the small victories that keep us hanging in there. Let me say that again. It's the small victories that keep us hanging in there. And again, these aren't weight loss goals or aesthetic goals. There are goals like the following. Switching from drinking soda to drinking at least 8 to 10 glasses of water a day. That's a huge one. I, I, have, um, I have a coaching client who drank pretty much just Pepsi. That's really what she drank. And uh, she managed to get herself off, and kudos to her. She managed to get herself off um, soda, which is pretty darn addictive between the chemicals and the sugar. And she is now drinking water, and she says that she feels so much better just from make, making that one, that one simple change. Now, I say one simple change because it, it, it's one simple change, but it's not necessarily a simple thing to make that change. You have to be disciplined. And what's reinforcing is if if you make these small changes and you start to feel better, that in itself is reinforcing. So what other small goals? Well, add fruits and or vegetables to every meal. Add fruits and or vegetables to every meal. And change your snacks. 
Um, eat more nutrient-dense nutrient meals, and you probably won't need to snack so much, but when you do snack, try to make it something that's not so processed. So instead of going for chips, go for carrot sticks and hummus or something like that, something that has fiber and that has some density to it. So um, try also to to eat a type of a healthy to eat a healthy type of diet for a certain number of days in a row. So commit to three days, maybe three days. If you try, I'll go back to this soda thing. If you're trying to get off um, soda, whether it's diet or regular, commit to three days without soda, and then look back and see how you feel. And I like people to keep a journal too. Um, just write down what they're eating, how they're feeling, because a lot of our food choices are motivated by how we feel. Um, another small goal, cook more recipes from home. Eat out less. You'll save money. You'll be able to afford to eat, to buy better food to cook. And there are quick ways that you can make things. You can have an Instant Pot. You can have an air fryer. You can have uh, a crock pot. Just, I mean, sometimes I will just throw things in a crock pot in the morning and turn it on. By the end of the day, by the time dinner rolls around, the food is done. It's amazing. And the house smells incredible. It smells like a restaurant. So try that. Try that. And what about just maybe trying to eat less? Try to... Give yourself a window. Now, you may or may not have heard of intermittent fasting. I'm not going to go into it too much here, but I do want to make the point that if you are a nighttime snacker, if you just install a window, a fasting window, say you do 12 hours where you can eat and 12 hours where you don't eat, it's not going to be probably that much of a challenge as you might think because you can close your window at 8 o'clock after you eat dinner. Most people have done dinner by 8. And then you you don't eat overnight until 8 o'clock in the morning. If you can do that and avoid the nighttime snacking, that's going to go a long way too to help you. If you commit to keep that, that will keep you from doing the evening, you know, in the in the cupboard, in the icebox, um, so give that a try. Uh, another thing to do is to do a pattern interrupt. So if you keep your chips in a place, the same place all the time, or your cookies in the same place all the time, I suggest to people that they put it in a different place. So when you go for those chips or those cookies, they're not there, and you have to remember where you put them. And um, I've also kind of jokingly suggested that people keep them in the trunk of their car because that means they have to go outside or downstairs in their garage or out in their garage, wherever your garage is, wherever your, the trunk of your car is, and get them out of there. What you want to do is make them not so easily accessible. So it makes you stop and think because awareness of what you're eating is hugely important. So key points to remember. Focus on simple things that are wins for you. Drink water and ditch the soda. The fruit juice, now fruit juice is just sugar because there's no fiber in it. If you want orange juice, eat an orange. It's much better for you. And avoid energy drinks. They're loaded with sugar and chemicals and caffeine. And as I just said, eliminate fruit juice and eat whole fruit instead. So, um, you know, orange juice or grapefruit juice. I went from orange juice to grapefruit juice 
years ago because I thought grapefruit wasn't as sweet, but I didn't realize that it's it's just it goes just as quickly to sugar because there's nothing to slow it down. There's no fiber in there. So eat a grapefruit. Eat some oranges. Have the whole fruit. Also, focus on adding non-starchy vegetables to your meals. If you don't like veggies, disguise them. Roast them with spices in the oven or add them to smoothies. I like to do big, full cookie sheets with a variety of vegetables, drizzle some olive oil on them, shake some garlic powder, salt and pepper, and dried onion flakes. Put them in a 400-degree Fahrenheit oven for about 20 minutes, roll them around, you know, turn them, and do another 20 minutes. They're delicious, and you have them for days. You can chop them up and put them in an omelet. You can have them, chop them up and put them on a salad. You can have them as a side dish, just throw them into a skillet and kind of stir fry them to heat them up. They don't taste like they're leftovers. Trust me on that one. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, it's it's important to find your motivation. So, again, if you keep your eye on the small steps for big changes and just pick one of these and do it for three days, see how you feel. I, I, I really believe you'll feel better about yourself. You'll feel that you were successful. You will be uh, helping yourself move forward with small steps for big changes. So I hope this helps you find the motivation to eat healthier. Again, my name is Cheryl A. Major, and you can find my main blog at thinstronghealthy.com. Please visit me on Twitter. I am posting things all day long, articles and inspirational things and uh, links to uh, things that can help you grow and be healthier both mentally and physically and my handle on Twitter, I am Cheryl A. Major. So thanks for joining me. I look forward to seeing you next time, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.